What's happening? Welcome in the No Catch Up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. In the stew with your boy Nick. What's good? What's going on, Bears? We're going to talk Bears first and foremost. You can't even say Bears without a little <laughs> giggle coming after. Bears. We're going to talk Bears first. Then we're going to talk about the Cubs. Those boys are red hot and have a huge series coming up with the Brewers this weekend. And then we're going to talk Kevin Durant. Cornball of the week coming Cornball back. Cornball of the... Of the year, whatever you, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, cornball for a minute, because uh, this is a huge L for Kevin Durant. Big time. We're gonna get to that. Uh, let's get to it. No catch up, Chicago. Let's go. Nick the Quick, what it do? What's good? What's going on, man? How you living? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Enjoying these last days of summer, bro. Of course. You always kick it off with the weather, bro. I always, like it. man. You always, gotta- <laughs> man. You got to talk about the weather before it turns on us, man. Got to keep the weather Win- up Winter there. is coming. Winter is coming. No <laughs> Game of Thrones. Yeah, man. So, yeah, you know, been enjoying myself the last few days, man, you know. But, uh, yeah, other than Sunday, man, everything everything was cracking. It was. Everything's been good for me, too, bro. I have no complaints. Uh, Sunday was rough. Yeah. Um, Saturday was decent with the fight. Saturday was decent with the fight. Until boxing happened. Until boxing, that's, <laughs> that's a perfect way yeah. to put that. Um, yeah, bro. Dude, if you didn't catch the last pod, check that out. I broke the fight down with Sergio yeah. Vicente, former MMA uh, MMA fighter in his own right. So go check that out. But yeah, Sat- you, dude, if you know you talk to us, you know us. We're huge fight fans. Yeah, yeah. So that's always um, a big night. 18-10. one 18-110. 118-110. Yo, yeah, yeah. real quick. I, I wish I, we didn't watch the fight together. No, we didn't. But when I heard that, I was like, damn, Canelo didn't lose that bad. Yeah. And then they said Canelo, and I was like, ah, oh, nah. But yeah, nah, that shit was crazy. crazy. Yeah. But um, coming off the fight, we roll in the Sunday, and we got the Bucks. And we know it's their first game of the season. They're coming off the Hurricane Irma week off. They're fired up. They fired up. They're yep. ready to play, right? I haven't played in like a month prior to that, yeah. Three weeks they hadn't taken yeah. a snap. Jameis actually talked about that. They asked Gerald McCoy, yo, is the defense going to be rusty? They are like, nah, we'll be oh, ready he to was play. ready. He was definitely he ready. He was definitely ready. Strong boy. Yeah. Man, he's, he's a, nice. He's he, a monster. He's a beast in there. Him and uh, my man's in Cincinnati, uh, Geno Atkins, they're monsters. Monsters. Monsters, bro. Just like big pillar dudes. Yeah. Just, like, you just they're can't. fast. They get off the ball. They're just they're back there. You can't havoc. do nothing with them. Nope. Too much lower body strength and speed and get off. You just can't. Yeah, really, you can't do nothing You got to double it. them. Or, yeah, it's tough. Yep. Um, Bears lose 29 to 7, and the 7 doesn't even count. Doesn't count. It was trash 20, seven. It was 29 yeah, 0. nothing. I'm going to say 29 And it could have been a lot worse. The Bucks kind of let off in the second half, which we'll get so, into. But yeah, I mean, it, it, that game could have been a lot worse. I had texted, I was like, this is 35 to nothing. No doubt. Yeah, it was 35. That, that was a 35 to nothing game from the beginning. Bears start the game, and right off the jump, first off, Jameis looks, our defense is solid. Yep. They were on the field a ton. So they were going to give up some points because we were not doing anything on offense. We were turning it over. We gave up some points on offense. Um, or, oh yeah, on offense to their defense. They – Jameis Winston looked good. Yeah. Calm, collected. Collected, yeah. Wasn't knew, trying to do too much. Knew where to go with the ball. Yeah. Calm in the pocket. Not flustered in any, any way. Didn't show any rust. Right. So I was impressed with that. Um, but let's talk about the game, how it started. For, <laughs> first off, 
It's like, I know people probably forgot this already, but we were moving the ball a little bit to yeah. start the game, start the very the game. first drive. Yeah. We're moving it. Yeah. I mean, it's dink and dunk. It's short passes. Oh, it's like, all dink and dunk, yeah. All day long. Yeah, yeah. Like we talked about, like we were going through last week, right. and something that we didn't want to go into to week two seeing. Yeah. And we'll, we'll get into more of the numbers there. We're moving the ball a little bit, and then Glennon gets in there, and we get down to like the 25 maybe. We might even be in the red zone, yeah. and, he, and he throws a bad pick. Yeah. Ball's behind the, uh, Deion Sims. Pick going the other Wasn't way. Wasn't even – no, he was, he was going the opposite direction – and Glennon threw it to the linebacker on the inside, and yeah, he was he was yeah, gone. you're right yeah. actually, yeah, it was just yeah. like a complete miscommunication. Yeah, he was the receiver was breaking to the right, and Glennon threw it inside. The linebacker was there the entire time, saw it happen. Glennon didn't even look to another receiver when they showed the replay. Glennon was looking at him the entire time, didn't even look to another receiver. So whether or not it was a miscommunication with the tight end, whatever it might have been, that ball was getting picked off regardless. How much of the um do you do you buy into the he was the backup there last year and the defense have seen him and all that stuff is that that big of a deal because I would like to believe that if you're uh, if you're Mike Glennon and you play these dudes all last year all the time you might know some of their tendencies yeah. he looked awful dude yeah terrible he looked terrible is, is that a bunch of a farce like when that when that comes up like hey uh he used to be on their he used to be on their roster he'll know their defense he knows the yeah, coaching he, staff he does, is that he, a bunch of nah, bullshit it's a bunch of bullshit he doesn't know any of that he knows their offensive game plan but that's not really going to help him while he's out on the field he doesn't know what their defense is doing out there man this is the nfl they're changing the game plan every week there's different personnel in there i mean half the roster changeovers from year to year no, I mean that. I, it, no, and I think I, that's all bullshit. And I might believe that for a good quarterback. Yeah, maybe. for a good quarterback, exactly. <laughs> it might give somebody some type of advantage, but not him. You see, they were happy as hell to see Mike Glennon before the game. They kept showing all those previews, right? Obviously, we know why. Maybe if you're a good quarterback, <laughs> I'd believe that. Yeah. No, he he didn't know anything about it. He, he if 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 he did know anything about them, he sure as hell didn't show it. So I'm gonna go with no. Chicago Bears have four turnovers in the first half. Yep. The Tariq Cohen muffed fumble is one of the worst plays by a player I have ever seen. Yeah. Let's talk about that. So. I get it. You're young. I get it. You want to make plays. But this is not North Carolina a and bro. That doesn't happen at North Carolina A&T. Bro, I honestly think he thought he was going to scoop that ball and split those two dudes and pick up like 12. It's like, no, dog. That doesn't happen in junior Wildcats. I mean, everybody knows, man, you get away from the ball. Get away from the ball, right? So as that's happening, man, I was telling you, I see him and I'm like, why is he still over by that ball? The ball's bouncing around all over the place. Then you see him go down and it's just like, no. No way. Nothing good. Nothing at be, absolute best case scenario, he gets tackled and we gain no yards on the play. It's just a stupid play. Worst case scenario, they take the ball back and it's a touchdown. We landed, we landed Which right is in the what middle. Happened. Yeah. Oh, well, they, they ran a couple no, plays. They, they, no, they scored in the very next play. Was Jock Yeah, the they next scored in the very next play, which was going to happen. It was obvious. It was obvious. That was one of the worst plays I've Unbelievable. ever seen. Unbelievable. I was dumbfounded. I couldn't believe it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I get it. You're trying to make a play, and he's the type of guy that he's probably been making plays like that his whole life. And he maybe. Play, we talked about it, he plays off instinct. Yeah, and he felt like he could go scoop it up and do something with it. Yeah. But that was a 
very. I couldn't believe it. It, it was incredibly dumb play. Yeah, incredibly dumb. Incredibly play. dumb play. It, incredibly dumb play. It would be it's the it's the equivalent of chasing the other team's air ball in basketball. You know what I mean? Just let it go out of bounds. If no one else is there, you know what I right. mean? Trying like to it, save a trying ball to save that's a ball go that's going to go out of bounds anyways. Yeah. It's your ball. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So what are you doing? And even worse because it's football, and I mean it's a loss of a possession. You know what I mean? Like unbelievable. The one thing we talked about wanting to see from the Bears' offense and Mike Glennon was opening it up, throw the ball downfield. Yeah. That didn't happen. Well, you got to look downfield to throw. Got to look downfield to, to I, throw downfield. I was, I was watching his head for a lot of the game, um, and I I didn't see him look downfield not one time. The only thing I'm looking at when I'm watching the game is Mike Glennon. Yeah, that's the only thing I'm looking at. Yeah, because what else? That's that's the right. whole talking point of the whole team and the run game. But on offense, I'm locked w- into Mike Glennon, Glennon the whole yeah. way. Right. Even when he lets the ball go, like I'm not with. I, for me, not to be looking at Mike Glennon, the camera's gonna. Have <laughs> the camera to has to be off. Of, I'm, right. look, I'm looking for any way that I can ridicule this dude to yeah. get him off the field. Right. Body language. Yeah. Anything. It's all bad too. Have you ever seen a dude that tall throw that many balls that low too? Like he doesn't throw the ball high. It's always low. His receivers are down here with it. Um, he's trash, man. He's garbage. He is really hot. He's a garbage. bad quarterback. And we were talking about it. Mike Glennon threw the ball 45 times, and he only threw for 300 yards. You know how hard it is to throw the ball 45 times in the NFL and go for under 300 yards? This isn't 1985. Like, 300 yards, you, you can get that in your sleep, right? Um, 6.8 yards per attempt. So not even, not even pretending to look downfield. I can't remember one pass that went downfield. And I get it. The Bears don't have the receiving core. We don't have a big body that's going to go down there and get it. But he didn't – it was almost like he went in there and he he just wasn't looking to make a play. It's like, let me throw the safest ball possible. And he even fucked those up. You threw two picks on those. It's and, terrible. And fumbled. And fumbled. One of them a pick six. And he, he stared that down too. Yeah. Stared it down. Yeah. That dude, that dude knew exactly where that ball was yeah. going. Big time. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't make. I mean, yeah, man. I, I I don't get it. For a guy that's watched that much football from the sidelines, he, he's not able to make a read at all. It's just his first read. Check down. Fourteen passes of ten or more yards. Six passes of fifteen yards or more. And four of those six of fifteen yards or more came when it was twenty nine zero. Yeah. So it's already twenty nine zero. And now we're throwing the ball around a little bit. Right. Down the field. That's where that Deontay Thompson touchdown comes from right. to make it 29 So he's pretty much throwing 10-yard passes. They scored a touchdown with a minute 43 left yeah. in the game. Yeah. And four of those six passes that are 15 yards or more come at the end of the game. Right. We're, we're already down. Probably on that drive when Tampa had already quit. So, yeah, when I get, I get Tampa's defense is solid, Bears had 20 rushing yards. Yeah, yeah. So it's tough to, to to have a pass game, but this is what we were talking well, you about. You threw the ball forty five times. But this is this is what we were talking about too. Miss deep, fuck. I mean, miss it deep. Yeah. Let me see you just try incomplete pass just try. a twenty five yeah. yard incomplete. Right. Just try deep post. Right. Like you threw it forty five. Forty five times. Throws it forty five times. I don't have. He might have five hundred yards. He might have five hundred yards. He I probably will have five hundred yards. I don't. I didn't. I, I wish. I, I don't have. 
Brady or Breeze's box score up from yeah. from this weekend. Right, they were throwing that joint all over the well, place. And that's the, and that's the high end, and that's like the top end of the, the that's the top end of the spectrum. But even I mean, Jacoby Brissett can throw it forty five times. times, times probably like 360. 360 yards. Dude, yeah. forty five times a lot of times to chuck the ball. It's a lot of times to chuck the ball in college in some of those pass happy offenses. I mean, that's a lot of times. So I mean, if forty five times you're throwing the ball, you complete thirty one passes for less than ten yards per completion. This is the other thing. If, if you're a safety in the NFL or you're a corner in the NFL and you have absolutely nothing to worry about, you're a corner, you have, you're Brent Grimes on Tampa Bay, right. you have absolutely nothing to worry about going deep. Right. So naturally, you're crowding the line. Tariq Cohen, Jordan Howard, dude, they're seeing 10 people. Right. Well, when they like, get the ball. And, and when you're owning a team like that, you're not worried about them dinking and dunking their way to the red zone and then making a play because you know that's not going to happen. Right? You know once you get to the red zone, you're going to be able to lock them up. Once you get inside the 40, okay, it's time to start doing your job and then just prevent the field goal. Don't let them score a touchdown, which they're not going to be able to do, and that's all it is. They were just bend, don't break. And it they was easy. And they weren't bending that much. And they weren't bending that much either. <laughs> and when you're getting pass rush like they were getting too, I mean, it's all bad, man. All bad. Bears offensive line. Shout out Kyle fucking Long. Again, here we go again. The savior, Kyle Long, white Jesus. I'll call him that every fucking week. Why don't you come play some fucking football? I hear you. I'm just saying, bro. I hear you. The guy was like anointed the second he got here. And I we're going to like four or five years now. Kyle Long's nowhere to be found. He's dealing with the ankle injury from last November. Yeah, that's true. That's facts. That's facts only. An ankle injury from last November. You're fucking guard. It's aggravated, bro. <laughs> and speaking of being anointed, this is a true story. Jamie, shout out Jamie Newberger. We got we got to get her back on the pod, yeah. by the way. Kyle Long was drafted, and I hook I I bought her a Kyle Long Bears jersey. That was the Bears player that she wanted, right? And I hooked her up with a Kyle Long. So yeah, this is he, he was he's been anointed for a minute. Hey, hold on. Speaking of Jamie real quick, I got something I meant to call you out on. Um, so the other day yeah. on Twitter, Uh-oh. what did you write? Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. I wanted to ask you about this. Thank you so <laughs> much for bringing this up. We're talking about the Michigan the tweet? The Michigan tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you say? I said, our, I said, who's worse than Michigan fans or something like that? Yeah, who's, yeah, who's worse than Michigan fans? Fuck, they're the worst. Yeah, something like yeah, that. yeah. They, su- <laughs> they suck, dude. So, what was your beef with Michigan fans on Saturday? Sorry to sorry to yeah, cut yeah, off just what we were little, talking a about. A little, a little segue <laughs> off that. Um, because I saw that, I, I was like, I've never heard you talk I, about Michigan fans. They're just. Were you somewhere? They, they're th- they think they're upper echelon fans that are better than the rest of the Big Ten fans. Okay. So and, you see, like, the and n- they're and they're extremely like in your face, annoying about everything, Michigan. Hail, go blue, all this <laughs> bullshit. Like it's just, you just like can't take it. I, not that I can't take it because I actually I like Harbaugh. Yeah. They got a good football team, right? But they're just overly like you. If you're do you, any Michigan fan, you know, you know they're a Michigan. You know fan. they're a Michigan fan. They got Michigan fan keychains. Yeah. Their license plate. Their their nails. The girls' nails on Saturdays have M's on them. <laughs> like the whole. It, it's it's a little much. That's all I'm saying. And they're in your face about it all the time. And in their eyes, Michigan is Yale. They just happen to be really good at football, too. That's how I feel about Notre Dame. Yeah, they're the same That's way. That's 100% I hate how I feel. I hate Notre Dame. I actually hate Notre Dame. Yeah. Like, with the passion, I hate Notre Dame. I hate Notre Dame fans. I hate South Bend. Yeah. 
But yeah, yeah we can so talk that, about that. That was your beef with Michigan. That's my beef with Michigan. So were you somewhere where you were around Michigan every, fans no, and they yeah, were bothering every, you, or was this everywhere you were? No, on yeah, Saturday? yeah, no, this is every week. <laughs> this is every week they're like that. Every week they're like that. Wherever you are in the country, trust me, you'll find them. They're out there. You had to take it to Twitter, huh? Had you had to, to get a KD. I had to get it out. I had to get it off. Um, but to get back to the Bears, off the tangent, <laughs> the Bears bring in 16 players from the street yeah. for tryouts today. I thought they brought in 53. <laughs> that's, the way, that's, the way, that's the way it looked on Sunday. <laughs> so... The Bears bring in sixteen players. Six are which wide are, are wide receiver. Yeah. Right, now right. I want to talk to you about this. Tanner Gentry gets waived again today. That's Sean's boy. If, if you're not listening, what is the issue, bro? <laughs> What's the problem? He even made a tough catch on the sideline. No, he had a drop. He had a tough catch in the game on the sideline that looked all right. He didn't have. Why? Why isn't? Kendall Wright or or Bell- Bellamy can't he can't catch. Bellamy bro. cannot catch. This is, going, it, this is going back to last year. Yeah, yeah, he cannot catch. He can't catch the ball. He, he why can't is catch he the getting ball. waived? Yeah, why, I don't know. why is Tanner Gentry getting waived without having an, any type of opportunity? I don't think they like and his then, hands. And then they bring in six wide receivers off the street. Yeah, they can't be better than Tanner Gentry. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about Tanner Gentry they don't like. They don't trust him. There's something I can't. I wish I could tell you what it is. I don't know what it is, but it's something about him that they don't like. And I don't. Who who are these six wide receivers? You got any names? Anybody we've heard of? Of course not. I have. <laughs> I got some names. Uh, Marlon Brown, Bug Howard. I fuck with that name. Bun Howard. Bug B U G. Oh, Bug Howard. He's probably a little uh, short dude from Texas. Kyle Prater. Kyle Prater went to Northwestern. Yeah, and he went to USC. Kyle yeah. Prater's from uh, Naperville or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Word. Uh, Tavon Smith. Daniel Williams, James Wright. <coughs> those are the those are the Kyle wide Prater receivers. couldn't see the field at Northwestern. That was his problem. So that, that's not going to work too well. For and us. a funny thing is they have a couple quarterbacks on here too that have <laughs> that are trying out, which is stupid. So what that's are they? A, what are they going to do? Wave I, Sanchez? Yeah, they might. Shit, these I don't know. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, but you bring in six wide receivers off the street, but Tanner Gentry can't stay on the team. No, they didn't bring him in, but they're trying him out. Trying him out, yeah. Man, I wish I knew more about that situation. I wish they would ask, they would hammer Fox I think, about I, that. And let's talk about Fox. Yeah, I mean, he's checked out. Why And why does he, why Why when the press asks him questions, he talks about the fans like we're idiots and like, like we're just, he like dismisses everyone and is like, Oh he's, well, he's one of those old time football coaches that doesn't need the media that's stuck in his way. Just like when they ask him about switching quarterbacks, like, no. No, not gonna do it. You know what I mean? Like he's just stuck in his way. He's not trying to hear it. He's not. He's not one of those super transparent guys that's gonna you know tell you what he's feeling and everything like that. So I mean, that's why everybody was so surprised when um, when he talked about that Freeman stuff with the concussion last week because they're like usually John Fox won't give you that type of stuff. So I think he's just one of those old school grind out football coach. I also think that he's seventy five years old and that he's checked out. And he knows he's, he knows that he's fired. I mean, he's he's done. This is the thing, right? This is just yeah. This is not the guy we need for a rebuild. Not at all. Go get us a young guy. He was like never Denver. the right coach for a rebuild. But we this is when we hired him. We weren't on the full rebuild yet. We were coming off the Mark Tressman years. What the fuck did we think that we had? That's well, they weren't committed to it. And maybe the fans knew. We knew our team I, wasn't. I've shit. been seeing a rebuild since the last six but years. But we had Cutler still on the t- at the time when he came in. They were still going to try to win some games. I don't. They weren't. They weren't bringing John Fox on to rebuild the team. That's yeah, for sure. yeah, I, yeah. So, go get us a young guy like Vance in, in, in Denver. 
Shout out Vance Joseph. Yeah. Shout out Anthony Lynn. Or the guy, I don't know the guy's name from, from the Rams. He's like 38 or oh, something yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah. He's like yeah. 35 years Sean, old. Sean uh, McDonald or something yeah, like something that. Something like yeah. that. Goku, that's a young guy that wants to wants to be here, wants to embrace the fans, wants to embrace be the culture. Be there five in the morning, yeah, trying to get bills on the phone, beginning, working with happen. guys. Yeah. Well, hopefully Pace does that this summer. I mean, we'll see, or yeah, this offseason. Let's talk about the Steelers coming up this Sunday at Soldier Field. They're coming off a, a solid win, I guess you could say. Uh, a Sam bradford list. Case Keenum. Minnesota Vikings. Yep. And you called that last week. We chatted about Bradford for a quick second, I and you was you. like, yeah, he's not staying healthy. 16 bro. games. Not going to happen. Never. What even happened? I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't see him get hurt in, in the first game, and then all of a sudden his, his legs all messed up, so I have no idea what's going on. Because in our pick'em, I didn't have I didn't have Pittsburgh. Yeah, and then I think I did have Pittsburgh. I didn't have Pittsburgh. Yeah. Then I get up in the morning and I'm watching that, and they're like, Bradford's not playing. There's Case Keenum starting. I'm yeah. like, up. Oh, that was easy money. Let's get this Pittsburgh money. That was very money easy then. money. I think yeah. I said that. I was like, this Pittsburgh money is the easiest money of the day. Yeah. So <laughs> hopped on that, but um, they're two and zero. Yep. They're two and zero. They beat. Uh, Cleveland, Cleveland won by like a touchdown. Game. They beat by no, it was on three points. Three point I think. game, yeah, three, three point, point game, game in Cleveland. In Cleveland, then they go home play Minnesota without Sam Bradford, so they're not at full potential. Then yeah. they, they they beat them up like twenty six to nine or twenty seven, something, like something like that. Twenty six yeah. nine is the twenty six nine. nine is the yeah. score. Their offense hasn't got rolling yet, and that makes me nervous. Yeah, and that, that's yeah. You you hit it right. You literally hit it right on the head. I mean, bathroom Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> I'll call him that the rest of his Bathroom life. Bathroom Ben. Bathroom Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Um, Martavius Bryant is back. Yeah. Antonio Brown. Le'Veon. Yep. Um, That's who I'm worried about. Le'Veon. Um, yeah. Why? So, yeah, with Le'Veon. So here's the thing, man. So the first week they didn't give him a whole bunch of run. You know, he had missed all the training camp, didn't come back till 1st of September. Um, last week they pounded him, gave him 27 carries. Um, he's due. He's only averaging three yards a carry. He hasn't seen the end zone yet. This dude is easily one of the top three backs in the NFL. Some people think he is the best back in the league. Um, they are going to feast on the Bears. Because just like everything that you just said is exactly why. They're 2-0, and and nobody's giving them credit for it. It's like, yeah, you beat the Browns, like whatever, but you barely beat them. Yeah, you beat Minnesota, but they didn't have Bradford. They are going to go into Soldier Field and lay the hammer. Just be ready. You think Let so? Me, oh, yeah, they're going to feast on the Bears. Dude, the injuries, too, we don't have a middle linebacker. Yeah, we're down Kutow- to our third string middle. We're just talking about Kwiatkowski, right? Yeah, he's out. Hey, Another bye. Pectoral. He's done. Another pectoral. Well, what's going on with the pectorals? Then, yeah, they're not stretching. After yeah, the, I guess after not. The, after the bench press. Yeah, play. apparently not. <laughs> um, so now we're down to Christian Jones, and they're yeah, the, the Steelers are going to feast on that. Mike Tomlin knows what's up. Oh, they're ready. This is this is going to be. I'm gonna go ahead and say this is going to be the worst games that we've seen at Soldier Field in, in recent memory. That's how little confidence I have in the Bears. I think Le'Veon Bell is going to go the fuck off. I think Roethlisberger knows the Bears, the Bears are reeling. It, it's easy, man. This is the type of game they're going to come in there and trounce us. We have no home field advantage. The fans are out of it. The fans are already checked in on this season. You know the deal. This is over with, man. This this is bad. Spread seven and a half. Yeah, right. That's light, huh? Lightweight, light sauce. Martavius Bryant. There's no three-point home advantage. Martavius Bryant has had three catches last week. One was a 51-yard touchdown. That's all he does is score long touchdowns. Yeah. And smoke weed. And smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what did, what did, uh, when he asked Chris Carter, he said, man, I hate Chris, what Buddy Ryan said, I hate Chris Carter. All he does is catch touchdowns. 
Martavius Bryant <laughs> catches long catches touchdowns, long and, smokes touchdowns and smokes weed. That's, That's his life. It. That's his life. Took last year off, smoked a little <laughs> bit of weed. Now he's back to catch touchdown passes. Back like he never left. He he had a big he had a big one last week. Antonio Brown only had five catches. I mean, this could get ugly. They ugly. Got, they got the weapons to hey, especially if we're coming out going three and out. Their offense hasn't woken up yet. It could get it could get real and, ugly. And they got the pieces for an offense to wake up. You just said it. You know, Antonio Brown, best receiver in the league. Martavius Bryant, Ben Roethlisberger, right? Uh, Le'Veon Bell hasn't gotten going yet. Le'Veon Bell's not going to average three yards a carry forever. That's five, six yards a carry type guy. Um, they're going to feast on the Bears. The Bears got injuries all over the place. The defense is good. We've liked them so far, but man, they. I just I don't see anything good coming out of this game, especially with no linebacker. They're gonna pick us apart. We're third string middle linebacker. I've seen Christian Jones. He's trash. I'm interested to see how the fans come out. That really interests me. Cause are the boo birds gonna be out? Cause they have. They're gonna have oh, to be. early. If Glennon, if Glennon's out there throwing bullshit, like I know he's gonna early. Be, they're gonna be out there in, in full force. But are they going to support them if they get rolling early? They will. Yeah, I don't think they're going to get rolling early, though. Now now you got two game films on Glennon. Now you know exactly what he does. He, he's not all of a sudden going to start chucking it deep. I mean, the Glennon is, is the least of their problem. The offense can't roll. I don't see any situation in which this offense moves. I know it sounds bad. Um, I'm sorry for anybody who thinks that we had a chance in this game. I'm, I hate to burst your bubble. This is a classic, like, ass-whooping on the horizon. You thought last week was bad? We'll get some points in this game. Not going to be able to do it. <laughs> we'll get some points in this game. They went on the road to Cleveland and won by three points. Right. I understand it's the first game of the season. Um, but Cleveland's got a good D, though, man. Cleveland, Cleveland. We got, a, we got a good D. We are a little banged up. Dude, the Browns are better than the Bears. Like, I, I, hate, to, I hate to break no, it they are. to Bears fans who have been like, oh, like, oh, at least we're not Cleveland. At least we're not like Jacksonville and those teams. Like, yo, we are 100% those teams. We might be the shittiest team in the NFL. I'll, I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm trying to figure out a way to not agree with you, but I agree with everything you're there's, saying. There's this, yeah, there's, there's 34 10, 34 13. That, that'd be lucky. I'm talking. 34 is a lot of points. 34 is a lot of points, yeah. 28, 28 13, something like the that. The seven and a half is easy money. You said pound, 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 pound them. Yeah, huh? don't, don't give the Bears the three for the home. <laughs> Don't get, and if you give the Bears the three for the home, I mean, come on, do four and a half. Get out of here. Easy money. Sunday noon at Soldier Field, Ben Roethlisberger, Bathroom Ben, Martavius Bryant, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell come to Soldier Field, and uh, we'll see what the Bears can do with them. Make sure you check it out because we'll be talking about it after. Let's talk about the smoldering hot Chicago Cubs. They've won six in a row, rolling at the right time, going Perfect into time. – Going into the end of the season, they got 13 ball games left. Yep, they're actually live right now in Tampa Bay, up two to one. 13 ball games left in the season. Eight of those games are against the Brewers and the Cardinals. Split them in half. Four games against the Brewers. Four games against the Cardinals. Cubs are 83 and 66 with a three and a half game lead on the Brewers going into a four game set this weekend. <clears throat> they're coming off a sweep of the Cardinals, feeling good. Feeling great. I actually went to the last six games. It's one of those things where everything's breaking your way. Yeah. Well, first off, against the Mets, they absolutely just mashed the Mets. Yeah. 
17 runs here. They just just were crushing the Mets no matter what. They couldn't do anything wrong. It's one of those series. Right. Like, I went to the game last Thursday? Tuesday, maybe? Last Tuesday? And when I left, I, I left the game in the, I think, the bottom of the eighth. Right. Or maybe it was the bottom of the seventh, and we were up like 10 to 3. And I got to the crib, and, and the, the game ended 17 to 5. So it was, it was one of those series. Pounded the Mets. Yeah, they beat the Mets 8 3, 17 5, 14 6, then going into the Cardinals, who they kept it up. They busted up the Cardinals in game one of the series, 8-2, then 4-1, and then they had a tight one, um, 4-3. Tonight, or against the against the Cardinals in that 4-3 game, Schwarber hit a home run, and who is great to see because he's at the Mendoza line. He's, like, batting 203. Yeah, you know what? I was actually just reading about him, though. In September, he's batting, like, 289. So he's actually, uh, first half of the season, he was batting 200, and second half of the season, he's batting like 250. So he, he's back up. He's got 22 yeah, dingers. but there was a streak he was recently. Real, yeah. There was a streak recently where I don't know the exact number, but he had like 15, 16 Ks in a row. Okay, yeah. Like he wasn't seeing the ball even a little bit. Well, that's what you're going to get from him, though. He, he, he's trying I to wish I had the, the shit out of the ball. I wish I had the number of Ks it was. Yeah. Don't quote me on that 15 or 16 number. Right. But it was a stretch where, where he was just striking it was out over 3 right. Ks. Right, right. Over 2 Ks. Over 4 Ks. I mean, you know they set I mean? him down for a while earlier in the year. So, yeah, you're right. It, it is good to see him uh, him back doing his thing. Yeah, so it was good to see him, uh, he hit, him hit his 27th home run against the Cardinals uh, in that last game of that yeah, set. 27, 27. Yep. And then he hit a And then he hit a home run today against Tampa Bay. First at bat hit a home run, so that takes him to twenty eight. So, if he could start seeing the ball better, that's that's already a plus. That's huge for them. I want to touch on Jason Hayward because no one can figure this dude out. Because I know I can't. Yeah, he's supposed to be a prodigy coming in with Atlanta. He's whatever comes here, signs an eight year deal because he was coming off a solid year when he's going off a really good year yeah. in St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. before yeah. He, before he came over to Chicago. And he gets the bag, eight-year deal. And then he's he, dude, one of the worst offensive players on our team by far last yeah. year in the playoffs. Yeah. And then this year, Jason Hayward is hitting 322. He's 19 of 59 with two outs with runners in scoring position. That's astounding. Clutch. That's astounding. Yeah. 322 with two outs, yeah, runs in scoring yeah, position. Clutch. If you would have asked, <laughs> if we went on the street and asked Cubs fans that, like, what do you think Jason Hayward's batting with runners in scoring position uh, with I didn't two know outs? That. Yeah, that's crazy. They'd be like 110. Yeah. 150. 322. Yeah, 322, right. 19 of 59. So that's huge. If he can get, if he can continue to roll in September like he's doing now, if Schwarber can do that rolling into this weekend, um, the three and a half game lead in the division. I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. But, dude, when you're playing the second-place team in the Milwaukee Brewers in a four-game set, yep, I can flip the whole thing around. <laughs> you get swept, you're not yeah. winning the division anymore. Right. And yeah. then all of a sudden it's not in your hands. Yeah. You always want it to be in you your want control. It to be, you, don't want, yeah, you don't want to play it up to the wild card or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, so Hayward, runners in scoring position, bottom of the That's seventh. That's crazy. I did not know that yeah. number. Bottom of the seventh uh, in the third game against the Cardinals. Base hit to go up 4-3, two outs, bottom so of the seventh. So there you go. There you go. So going – what do you want to see – I guess what do you want to see from your baseball team? Because this is another this – is, this, is, this is classic. This is classic Cubs, right? 
They lost three in a row. Going back a couple weeks, they lost three in a row. Then they won two in a row. Then they lost three in a row. And now they've won six. It's never like a – it's always one or the other with the squad. Right. This is going to be a huge series. And then with the Cardinals coming directly after that, we got Arietta coming back on Thursday against the Brewers. Um, it's going to be a huge set. So, yeah, and, and well, you, you mentioned in the beginning, man, they're doing the right thing right now, which is peaking at the right time. You can peak at the wrong time, a la the Los Angeles Dodgers. I mean, for a while there in August and July, I mean, they were unbelievable, right? And then yeah. since then, they have fallen off and of a Kershaw, cliff. Kershaw looks a little shaky the last yeah, two Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you don't want to peak too early heading into the playoffs with 13 games left, man. This is a... Uh, this is what they need to do. I mean, they need to keep it rolling. They cannot afford a letdown against Milwaukee, like you said, a four-game set. Um, if you get swept, you're out of the playoffs. So, um, yeah. It's one of those things. We've, we're coming off winning six straight. If we go down and lose three or four against Milwaukee. You're in bad shape. We're in, and, and we're up half a game. It's it's not panic, but. And all of a sudden, then Milwaukee's this, like, all right, we, we can get this. Right. We can get this. You know, right. we got to win a couple games. You can't underestimate the other team's ability to go on a run. You know what I mean? And that's, like you said, that's what you cannot control. You can't control what Milwaukee does against the other teams that they play. All you can control is what you do against Milwaukee, and you got to take that momentum from this series and from the Cardinals series into Milwaukee and get some Ws. Milwaukee's currently up 1-0 right now against the, the Pittsburgh Pirates. There you go. Middle of the seventh. So they're, they're staying on track right now. Cubs are up 2-1 to one in the bottom of the ace. We can try to hold on and close this out against Tampa Bay. Um I'm looking forward to going and hopefully we can hold off and hold this three and a half game lead, win the division, and then we can get Wilson Contreras back full go. Marietta should be back uh, Thursday. On right? Thursday, we can get Addison Russell full go, ready to go. Yep. Um, we get those two big pieces back. We hold we we hold off Milwaukee this coming weekend. We play tough against the St. Louis Cardinals, and then it's playoff baseball. And the playoffs confident. And playoff baseball is just a different it's animal. It's a different animal, yeah. Even You're, when you watch it on TV, yeah. it's like, this is like a different game. It's exciting game. baseball to watch on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's what they want, man. Hopefully, uh, you know, they handle their business against Milwaukee, like we said, and uh, just carry that in, man, because once that momentum gets going at this point in time, that's what you need in the playoffs. Need that. It's all about momentum Us. in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. Especially in baseball. I mean, baseball is one of those sports. I mean, like, yeah, man, you you got to keep it rolling. You have a bad weekend, and you're, you're screwed. Cubs 83-66 and 66 right now, up 2-1 against Tampa Bay. Bottom of the eighth. Hopefully they can hold on there. Three-and-a-half game lead over the Milwaukee Brewers going into the four-game set this weekend. It is Tuesday, September 19th, and Kevin Durant will never live this day down. Never. Never in the history. I will talk about this. <laughs> Every time Kevin Durant comes up, I will always talk about that. Like, like when I hear Zach Randolph's name, first thing I think of is no bluffing. <laughs> like, when people see Randy Moss, it's straight cash, straight homie. Straight cash, homie. Like, when Dur and like, dude, Randy Moss, one of the best wide receivers of all time. When it comes to on-the-field stuff, obviously I don't take anything away from Kevin Durant on right. the court. Nothing. Right, right. This dude is a goofball clown donkey, whatever you want to call him, bro. Super goofy right now. He's he's looking really bad. Bro. Let's give the backstory. The backstory is that Kevin Durant thinks he's a villain. Yeah. And thinks the world hates him. Yeah. And he feels the need. It's almost like he's insecure. Yeah. Um, If you didn't catch it. Kevin Durant is allegedly, this is yesterday, was allegedly using alternative, he, he tweeted at a fan responding 
in like a third person. Right. But he thought he was on a like a, a, a different account where I guess he has different Twitter accounts where he responds to people. So it looked like it was from his real account, but he was speaking in third person. And, and then the 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 story was he has fake accounts that he tweets off of. Right. Yeah. So the fan was like, "KD, I respect the hell out of you." Give me one legitimate reason for leaving OKC other than getting a championship. And then Kevin Durant responded, he didn't like the organization or playing for Billy Donovan. His roster wasn't that good. It was just him and Russ. Imagine taking Russ off that team. See how bad they were? KD can't win a championship with those cats. Only problem is that was from Kevin Durant's actual Twitter account. With the verified check KD trade five. Speaking in the third person, acting like it was somebody else. Which, yeah. Obviously, the internet caught this. So the internet is all over. All over. You can't do anything. Listen, listen, (laughs) listen, man. The internet is undefeated. You can't do anything without the internet catching it nowadays. Now, this was the thing. For me, we're going to get into the the Instagram account. Yeah. For me, I didn't, they didn't have any proof of these ulterior Twitter accounts, at least yesterday. Yeah. I don't think they found any of his other Twitter accounts. And he could have been like, I was just speaking in third person. I was just whatever. He could have tried to play it off. Right. This is one of those things where I'm denying all day. All day. Of course. It wasn't me. (laughs) I'm Kevin Durant. Of course I don't have any Yeah, what are you talking about? Why would I have another Twitter account? Yeah, I was just answering the question. Next question. You don't even have to answer the question. You just let it ride. Like, come on, dog. I'm Kevin Durant. Why would I ever do that? No, he owned up to it. So he fully he fully owned up to it today. <laughs> he owns up to it, admits basically that hey, you know, I felt like I had to defend myself or yeah. whatever, whatever. Yeah, this is inexcusable, bro. Yeah, it it just ref- look. Listen, after the whole Golden State shit went down and how he went about it and him going to Golden State. Period. I already did. I was already done with Kevin Durant. Yeah. This takes it to a whole this takes it to a whole new level. He's just upset and angry and bitter. Well, and and is he that sensitive that he goes on to Twitter, reads the comments and has feels the need to have to defend himself as if you validating yourself to that one person who wrote that comment's going to make you feel better? You know what I mean? Like, dude, you're an NBA champion, right? You you're, you're going to go down as one of the greatest players to ever play this game. You are the second best player in the NBA right now, right? He's a clown what, for this. Bro. What What do you get out of going on here, replying and, and and giving your point of view when it's actually not your point of view? So it doesn't really mean anything to the person that you're replying it to. Like you know what I mean? There's so much. Just like, are these dudes that sensitive? I think he's a sensitive dude. Like I think that because he I, tries to be tough. Absolutely. I don't read. You know, I don't read that shit. Fans say what they want to say. Ooh, I'm gonna do what's best for me. Bruh. Apparently, you're reading it on multiple accounts. And this is after you've <laughs> won a championship. So it's not like it was during the season when you were still felt like you had something to prove or had to, you know, tell people what it was. Bro, you have won a championship. Nobody's asking these questions anymore. The KD conversation isn't even a conversation. 50 other things have happened in the NBA since you signed with the Warriors if you haven't been following. No, nobody cares anymore. So why you still feel the need to get this point off and then throw these cats under the bus? <laughs> Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan didn't do nothing. Yeah. Ah, dude, I'm I'm really glad that he didn't say anything wild about Russ. Oh yeah. I'm that not that I wish I wish he would have. That would have looked that would have been great. Really bad. That would have just kept this NBA offseason rolling. <laughs> I can't wait for someone to ask Russ about this shit, by the way. Someone to get He Russell probably Russ. won't answer it. He probably like, won't answer it. Yeah, come on. He, he probably won't answer he, he probably won't answer it. Why you bother me with this at the fashion show? Yeah. Come on. Unless you know though that Katie's not gonna say a bad thing about Russ. 
this was his opportunity to do it, so maybe he doesn't have anything bad to say about Russ, and maybe he didn't leave because of Russ. So then today, the 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 internet gets on their grind. Oh no, they found this last night. Oh, they found they last found night? this last night. Yeah. So not only does Kevin Durant have a fake uh, a fake Twitter. He has an Instagram account, which I'm sure a lot of these dudes do that are just like his personal account for his friends and family. I'm sure he wants to post pictures of what he's doing, but not to his 10 million followers on his regular yeah, account. Yeah, it was a right? private account. Yeah, private account. I'm sure a ton of these dudes have it, right? The issue with this private account is uh, I guess his brother had posted a picture of him and Kevin Durant like on a beach. And he tagged Kevin Durant's private Instagram account, which is Choir Sultan. Um, and this Choir Sultan account is known for going at people on Instagram who talk <laughs> bad about Kevin Durant. So the internet once again went to work, found out that in Kevin Durant's hometown, there's a Choir Street and a Sultan Street, right? So quickly to put together that Kevin Durant is Choir Sultan. Went through some of these old comments they found and pulled up one that he had got into it with um, somebody who sounds like a high school basketball player who had said something about Kevin Durant or whatever it was, and Durant wrote back to this dude, you weak though, you don't play, you sit the bench. Nobody knows you. Me and you both know that when you go to sleep at night, you you know that you don't get no clock laughing my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> and your dick riding ass got KD on your page. Your bum ass was begging for a picture, then start talking shit on Instagram. Gorillas don't do that. Bitches do that. This is Kevin Durant. To a high school kid. Now, if you're thinking maybe he didn't know it was a high school kid, then he says this. Your little ass ain't playing varsity. You better start rapping, laughing my ass off. <laughs> he hit him with the three O's. He said you better start he said rapping. You better pick up the mic, so, Unless there was any further oh. proof that he know he was talking to a kid, he goes, So why are you talking so much shit like you don't live at home with both of your parents? <laughs> the this L is, champ. This is perennial all-star. Hall of Famer. Multiple time scoring champion. Argue with some dude off the Hickory Hills by Escapante. <laughs> Top two, three arguable in the league. Legend play. Legendary. legendary we'll go down as a legendary player, player. Is on the internet under a fake account yelling at a high school, a high school kid that lives with his parents <laughs> that's on junior varsity. Well, the other thing is. He's a high school kid. Where the fuck else is he supposed to live? <laughs> right. You that you live at your you know, crib with your mom. Like, yeah, yeah bro. Yeah, bro. What the fuck was you living at when you were 15? <laughs> <laughs> we already know you were mama's boy. You was definitely at the crib. Yeah, bro. Like, yo. He said you get no clock. You better start rapping. <laughs> Like, like it's all funny shit that he's saying. Like I'm hilarious. not, I'm not gonna act like like his roasting skills are obviously on par. But like, yo, it's like it's a high school kid. You're it's, that it's sensitive. Mind boggling. He will never live this down. <clears throat> he will never live never, that down. Never. That's unbelievable. And he can't deny the Choir Sultan account either because his brother tagged him in a photo. I, I don't get it. I wish I wish we had a psychologist on the line right now that could explain yeah. to us why why someone of his stature would argue with people well, on the internet that are 15 years old. What did the, do you have? Well, what the look, kid it, said? Uh, no, that's I was trying to find it. You can't find okay. what the kid said, and I think the kid's Instagram is gone, so you can't find what the kid said. But what it sounds like, it was probably dude had posted a picture of 
Duran's brother posted a picture of him and Duran on the beach, and dude was probably like, yo, you're weak. You know the regular shit that a fucking 15-year-old kid would say because you're a little shit. You know what I mean? Um, and Durant took exception to it. I, yeah, bro. I don't know, man. I don't get it, dude. He's like, it's just a bitter dude. He had the, I don't know, I don't know the shoe game like some of my boys. Shout out Nick DePaula and all those dudes. Oh, but Under Armour comment? No, no, no. Oh, not even. We could talk that about that. That was funny as hell. But it's like this, that, like that's type of stuff too, though. Nah, like, that was, he was just saying what everybody wearing, was thinking. Nobody's wearing nobody that wearing shit. Under Armour, but like, but it's kind of bogus because Steph's your man's and like they're paying him. And here's the thing: KD almost signed with Under Armour. Don't don't forget right. until Nike came back up with a little bit bigger bag. KD was about to go to Under Armour for like three hundred million. Right. So you was almost wearing them, motherfuckers. Right. So like, but it's stuff like that. Like that's another point. Like, don't nobody wear Under Armours. Um, I don't know the sneaker game like some of these guys I just mentioned, but like, how much? Of his input, does does he have with Nike coming out with that cupcake, that velvet cupcake edition KD right, kick? Right. Like, is he telling them to put that yeah, out? Yeah, I don't know about that. But it's like, let that let that be, bro. Like, if, if I'm KD and my Nike rep comes to me like, yo, we're thinking about coming out with a velvet cupcake release. No, bro, that shit's yeah, dead. Yeah, it's dead. Coming I want a championship. A chip, like, come out with a, a, a championship ring edition. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Were those, like, the, were those the ones that had his finals numbers on the on the bottom of the shoe? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was stuff like was, that. I thought that, like, I thought that was whack. Dog, you're salty. Like, what are you like? What's the problem? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I don't really get it, bro. I already didn't rock with with Katie anymore because he did the he went to to the Warriors and did that whole move. Now this happens. And he says stuff like he did with the. Yeah, with I mean, the this step is shit. this is egregious. This is egregious, <laughs> bro. Like, yeah, I don't get it. I, I can't understand it. I, I can't wait for him because he's going to get asked about this a ton. I'm, I'm interested to see what he says more coming off that, that interview that he had today. Um, cornball of the year already won. He's already, he's already taken it? Yes. Damn. Fake Twitter? Fake social <laughs> media accounts? If that was your real Twitter account, yeah. if that was his Twitter account and he went out of high school like that, yeah. he'd still be a clown. Yeah. The fact that you're going... He logged on to his other he he logged on to his other account. He was on Instagram. Right. He jumped off his page to jump on his other page to comment on a dude. Like that's wild. And here's one thing I will say. Like you know, I mean, everybody obviously like yo, he's a human being. Like people saying shit affects you, right? And like I'm sure it sucks to hop online and like see 1,500 mentions of your name and they're all bad and shit. But like, bro, that's that's part of the business, and you don't need to respond to that shit. Just hop off the internet. Go do something else. You go do anything. You can do you can. anything else you want to be doing in the world other than replying to this person. Literally, you can be doing any. It's the summer. You don't got to hoop right now. You don't got to go back to Golden State for a couple weeks. Like, you could be doing and You could be on a yacht in the Mediterranean. You know what I mean? Like, anything else other than, like, is he sitting in his bed, like, Typing this shit out, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, wild. It's, wild, it's wild, bro. It's not like, yeah, like it's wild. This is a wild, wild story. It is. Stay tuned, Kevin Durant. I got a Kevin Durant T-shirt. I gotta throw it out now. I can't even have it in my crib. Can't even have it in the studio, bro. I gotta throw it out. I can't have it. <laughs> it's a nice tee too, soft one. Right. Gotta go. Can't do it. Cornball of, of, of the year. Of the year. Kevin Durant already. Choir Sultan. <laughs>
That's it for us, man. No Catch Up Chicago. Make sure you subscribe. Check us out on YouTube. Check us out on Stitcher. Check us out on iTunes. Check us out on Google Play. Check us out on SoundCloud. Review, review, review. Rate. Yeah. Tell Check everybody. Us out. Tell everybody. Talk about us, man. If you enjoy the pod. Let us know um, what you want to hear, too, man. We uh we, we do read the comments and shit. We'll but be we back. Won't, we won't respond to you like Kevin Durant, though. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we're going back. It's a Every Bears home game, we're going to try to get out and go chop it up with the fans yeah. per the video. Make sure you check those out. Those are mad funny last time. So this Thursday, we're going to shoot a little preview. Then uh, Sunday, hit Soldier, catch the fans talking about the game after uh, the Steelers. We'll break that down. Let's get it. No catch up Chicago. For Chicago. By Chicago.